There was a real sense of community in them days. I'll have to take your word for it, grunted Canham. With a sour look on his face, he turned and let his gaze roam around the quadrangle once more. Constructed in the sixties, the estate comprised three identical squares, each one bordered by blocks of maisonettes. Like the others, the square was littered with broken bottles, used condoms and syringes, and straggly weeds poked through cracks in the concrete. The blocks themselves were run down, many of the doors splintered and gashed, numerous windows boarded up, and anti-police graffiti scrawled across the concrete balconies running round the edge of the quadrangle. What a dump, said Canham. And one that's way too quiet, murmured Robert Shaw. There's no way that all this lot fancied a Friday night in with a good book and a horlicks. The sergeant took a few steps back and glanced at the upper landings directly above him. Rafferty shrunk back into the shadows again. Are you sure this is where the truck came? asked Canham. Control reckons one of the residents saw it arrive twenty minutes ago. It certainly matches the description of the flatbed seen near St. Luke's. I don't suppose this good Samaritan gave a name? What do you think? said Robert Shaw. Canham nodded. They both knew that many of the decent people had long been driven out of the spur, and that those who remained lived in fear, too afraid to speak out against the drug dealers, petty criminals and alcoholics, who were now their neighbours. Everyone knew what had happened here several years before. No one would ever forget it. Robert Shaw had been one of the first officers onto the estate the night it happened, and recalled the terrible events every time he ventured back onto the estate. All the officers in Hafton felt the same. It was what made the spur unique. Canham looked round at the scattering of dilapidated cars parked round the edges of the quadrangle. One of them was burnt out, another had its rear wheels missing, and none of them had tax discs. I think this is a setup, he said a fresh urgency in his voice, as he gestured with his hand. I mean, where is the truck, Bry? I can't see it. No, replied Robert Shaw, lips pursed. Neither can I. A movement caught Canham's eye over to the left. Peering closer, the constable thought he could just make out a figure retreating into the darkness. Even though the figure vanished as rapidly as it had appeared, instinct told the young officer that the spur was not the place to be. Time to leave, said Callum. We can't, replied Robert Shaw firmly, as he stepped into the stairwell, his voice echoing back out of the darkness. We have a job to do. Callum did not move. After a few seconds, Robert Shaw reappeared. You coming? he asked. Sorry, said Callum, starting to walk back towards the patrol car. I'm not going to get my head stoved in for the sake of a bit of lead nicked from a church roof. Let the day shift sort it. Robert Shaw tried to assume an authoritative air as he eyed the young officer. Now listen here, son, he said. It's our job to... Just like it was Kenny's, said Callum sharply, then clapped a hand to his mouth. Sorry. Uncalled for. Robert Shaw said nothing. 
the comment having choked the words in his throat. Standing there in the stillness of the night, he recalled the fresh-faced young officer, murdered on the estate several years previously. Called to investigate a report of a burglary, the PC had become separated from his colleague and been set upon by a gang of youths. In the melee that followed, a knife had flashed in the darkness and Kenny Jarvis had fallen. Images of his ready smile danced before Robert Shaw's eyes, and the sergeant felt the tears starting into his eyes, as always when he thought of that night. The image of the body sprawled on the stairs, the blood seeping through his uniform, was followed by the thought of the sergeant's two teenaged daughters asleep in their beds, safe and peaceful, in the knowledge that their father would be there when they woke in the morning, bustling around in the kitchen, having just come.